This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Rocked by allegations of locker room hazing, Wall Township cancels Friday's high school football playoff game. I'm Marla Diamond in Monmouth County. Longtime Democrat power broker Steve Sweeney reflects on his shocking election night loss. It was a red wave. And why this day is Veterans Day in our news radio archives for this state's milestone. This is Thursday, 11-11. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day. Our appreciation and love to all of those who served on this Veterans Day. The sun gives way to clouds. High should be around 60 by this afternoon. Some heavy rain in the forecast for tomorrow morning, by the way. I'm Paul Verdain. I'm Wayne Cabot. Good morning and happy Veterans Day. Veterans of every military branch, every generation of service since World War II. Walk side by side up Fifth Avenue today for Veterans Day. The parade begins with an 11 a.m. wreath laying in Madison Square Park followed by a 21-gun salute and then a 21-block march up to 45th Street. This year's parade features 200 marching units. Now to New Jersey, where the Wall Township High School is taking action after video surfaced of an alleged hazing and possible sexual assault in the football team's locker room. Let's get the update this morning. WCBS reporter Marla Diamond on the story this morning. Do we have Marla's report? This is uh, really a story that has uh, shocked uh, the school, the consciousness of this whole town. In an incident captured on video that parents say isn't hazing, but downright sexual assault. Uh, it has led to the cancellation of Wall's playoff game against Delco on Friday night and could lead to the cancellation of the rest of the football season. The alleged incident now being investigated by the Monmouth County prosecutor involves junior players attacking sophomores, according to three parents who did not want to be identified out of fear of retribution against their family and kids. Although the clip observed by the parents does not explicitly show sodomy, they say one of the players was holding a mop or a broomstick and the younger player is fighting back as older players converge on him. In a statement, Wall Township's Board of Education President Ralph Adonzio said, upon becoming aware of the allegation, we immediately contacted the appropriate authorities. There's a pending investigation and the school district is cooperating fully. They said they cannot comment further on a pending investigation of a student matter. Wayne and Paul. Marla, the Wall Township Committee let, let, uh, met last night. Did, did they talk about this at all? No, they did not, and they did not give an explanation. A woman had showed up wanting to uh, hear what they had to say about this, and it is obviously uh, affecting everybody in the township. Uh, but she was not allowed to speak, and the meeting was ended. Marla Diamond reporting from the Jersey Shore. Thank you, Marla. Transcripts are now out. From Andrew Cuomo's 11 hours of answers, denials, and memory lapses. As investigators for the Attorney General's office sat him down to ask about sexual harassment claims, that was back in July. It was a month before he resigned as New York governor, and he was often combative and sometimes furious. Cuomo ended his interview by snarking, I would like to say it was a pleasure, but I'm under oath. The report by A.G. Tish James would conclude that Cuomo harassed at least 11 women. James this month declared her own candidacy for governor. Governor Kathy Hochul has just had her post-pandemic version of Chris Christie's Get the Hell Off the Beach moment, telling New York City employees, Get your employees back now.
Uh, New York City employer is that message. Uh, the partnership for New York City found that only 28% of Manhattan office workers are back in the city. Only 8% are back full-time. Put another way, that's less than one in 10 desks occupied every day. Governor Hochul says that companies are missing the vitality, the energy, and the innovation that is spurred by the connections of human beings. However, one-third of company surveys say they expect to reduce the city office space requirements in the next five years. New Jersey's most powerful lawmaker, until the voters had their say on election night, is reflecting on his shocking loss to a truck driver who had never held office and who few had heard of. Steve Sweeney was asked by a reporter if his loss to Edward Durr was part of a red wave of Republican votes. It was a red wave. There was 12,000 more people that voted this time than 2017. It took a week of counting, but Sweeney has now conceded, admitting that all the votes have been fairly counted. Sweeney didn't roll out running again sometime, maybe in 2023. But Dirk congratulates Sweeney on what he called a long career, adding, my differences with Senate President Sweeney are political, not personal. Well, we've had a perfect couple of days, but yet that weather forecast is definitely changing. Stay with us for more. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Here we are, Craig Allen's in the Weather Center with the last of a long string of dry days, Craig. It's true. It has been about two weeks now, and we're going on into uh, some rainfall for tonight and into tomorrow, but not today. Great weather for a parade as temperatures recover through the 50s during parade time, possibly touching 60 degrees, and then cloudy with showers moving in for tonight especially late at night, lows 50 to 55. Friday, the showers, possibly heavy at times through the first half of the day. There could be some flooding from some of these showers and gusty winds. Late clearing possible, 60 to 65. And then Saturday, uh, sun mixing with clouds with a chance for a passing shower or two, 55 to 60 on what will be a trend towards much cooler weather for several days into next week. Right now, the city is at 46, humidity 60%. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Well, it has been going on for 10 months now, a dispute over transit funding between New York and New Jersey. But now it has come to an end. WCBS's Steve Burns. The bickering started this past spring when it came time to dole out transit funding from the federal stimulus package. We can't compromise $800 million just because New Jersey is mad at us. At the MTA, Jan O'Lieber argued New York should get more than the usual funding formula would have allotted. Especially since the MTA was the, the end agency that was hit hardest by COVID. Ten months later, the states have come to a compromise. Now as we continue to recover and ridership continues to grow, this funding will give us the ability to maintain and even enhance current service levels. New Jersey Transit President Kevin Corbett is happy with the outcome, but other NJT board members, like Bob Gordon, think they may have gotten fleeced. It seems to me that we're still down $1 billion. Uh, $1 billion can electrify a lot of buses or finance important projects like Hudsonburg and Light Rail. Steve Burns, WCBS News Radio 880. It is the Thursday Morning News Roundup. I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Murnane with your three things to know on Veterans Day. The U.S. and China have agreed to share technology to meet the goals of the 2015 Paris Agreement on Climate Change. China, for the first time, agreeing to cap methane gas. Number two, researchers are studying the brains of cabbies. University College London says there is no professional group quite like cabbies, especially in the field of spatial navigation. Cabbies must learn and remember amazing amounts of data, including thousands of routes. 
Third thing, if you ride the path, be aware they're running on a regular weekday schedule today. They're aware that many commuters have to work, despite it being a federal holiday. Up next, our news archives, 88 seconds and sound for the 11th of November. This is why today is Veterans Day. I'm Stephen Portnoy reporting from Washington. It's the 11th day of the 11th month, and it was on this day the guns fell silent as the Allies in Germany put an end to World War I. It is truly hard to comprehend today what then was hopefully called the war to end all wars in 1918. Let's try to put ourselves in the place of our ancestors more than 100 years ago when this date brought the end of major hostilities of World War. With 17 million dead, 37 million more wounded or injured, governments in ruin, economies destroyed, both sides limped to the finish. More wars have been fought since then. Armistice Day is now Veterans Day in the United States, and we commemorate those who fought for our country. Mike Smeltz on Fifth Avenue. Thousands of marchers for more than 300 units flowed from the Flatiron Building up Fifth Avenue. Heroes who served in World War II, Colonel Bud Anderson flew missions over Germany. I was a P-51 pilot in the 8th Air Force. I shot down 16 and a quarter German airplanes. A quarter? Yeah. Well, it's a quarter. You share it with your flight of four. Colonel Anderson stayed in the Air Force for several more decades, serving as a wing commander in Vietnam. They asked what Veterans Day means to him as a 96, soon-to-be 97-year-old veteran. I think of all of the friends and uh, buddies I had and the ones that didn't make it, didn't get back. In the 70s, this date was moved by Congress to align with the weekend to give federal workers three days off. But veterans groups put their feet down, and now it's always 11-11. At 11 a.m., church bells ring. This is 11-11. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day. 